It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Yesterday, I spoke with Mona down in Middleton and how they're still dealing with the aftermath of Storm Babbitt and how they have been told by the County Council that it could be 10 years before there's even a start made, before there's even a shovel swung on flood measures for Middleton. And as she's saying, it's not good enough. They first asked for flood measures as far back as 2010. And they've now been told in 2024 it could be another 10 years. And there's, as you can imagine, a lot of anger and upset down there. Uh, Kat, you're in Castle Martyr and you're still suffering the aftermath that's of right. that bit. Good yeah. morning. Good morning. Nice. Good morning to you. Yeah, that's right. Um, thank you for calling me. Yeah, um, I suppose I contacted you in relation to home insurance. Yeah. Um, when I opened that email the day before yesterday, what a shock. It had doubled. Doubled? Now, yes. Yeah, doubled. Now we are. And did you have a claim? Did you make a claim after the flood? No. Well, we did. Yeah. yeah. But this isn't. I mean, this isn't our first one because we were flooded back in 2015. So I can understand where they're coming from, but I was not prepared for this. It had actually doubled. Now I queried it with them immediately and was told, "Yeah, building costs because of building costs and because of where you live." Yeah. And I thought, well. Okay, building costs. I thought, well, okay, looked at them. Could I revert back to the previous year? You know, I, they would be adequate enough to cover us. We don't live in a castle, but our home is our castle. Yeah. And um, I was told, well, it won't shave much off it. It will shave 200. So that leads me to believe that 800 is because of where we live. How and much, yes, how do much damage was done, Kat? Well, we're out of our house. Um, still? The second time. Yeah, still. Yeah, oh, and will be for a while yet. Um, waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, uh, like, what I say is that, um, like, the insurance company, I know where they're coming from. They have to cover their costs, but, like, we are caught in a corner. We have a claim pending, I know, and but still, I wasn't expecting it to happen now. I was thinking, oh, next year maybe, but... They're getting right in there with their building costs and because of where we live. We live in the centre of Castle Martyr, love where we live. Mm-hmm. We, our 2015 episode, we did our mitigation works to our own property and thought, yeah, we're home and dry. But nah, nothing was going to stop it. And we're penalised because we happen to live in this little little village where a river flows through it. Yeah. 
absolutely nothing to do with us. That river has nothing to do with us, but it has caused us so much problems. Yeah. And like I, I can understand where building costs and everything are coming from, but I also hold authorities. They have us in another corner. In 2015, after our 2015 episode, there was an application made for minor works here in the village to the river, and between Cork County Council and OPW, it was deemed premature. premature. And here we are, premature. Here we are in 2023. What was premature about that? So another application is now going in. Will the same thing happen? We're holding our breath. We're on tender hooks. Will the same thing happen? And yet we know that Padraig O'Donovan, he has very kindly said where works are identified and there's an easy solution and easily deliverable, then people cannot be expected to live in fear. And that is us. But yes, we see, can seem to get it here in Castle Martyr. I can hear the upsetting. I can hear the upset in your voice, Kat. Take me back to, to October and, and describe what happened to your home. We are still in that day of the 18th of October and we cannot get out. It's as simple as that. Yeah, we thought we were home and dry. I suppose we thought we had, you know, our mitigation works done and we had spent quite a bit of money on it, as did our neighbours, but nothing was going to stop this. Now, in hindsight, yes, of course, we were naive. We should have had preparations made and just um, lifted everything, etc. But we thought we were home and dry. And sure, as soon as it starts to come in, there is no stopping it. There's no stopping it. How, how deep did it come in? It had 18 inches. Yeah. And um, our, we've 10, 10 houses in Castle Martyr, more than previous. 10 this time. What will it be the next time? And one business. We had a lovely business here in the village. And we were trying to attract business and no, he's up and gone. He's just had enough. Mm. Now, 10 families, as I said, ranging and the ages from 2 to 87. My. And a lovely, lovely young family out of their home. They'll be out for the best part of a year because they had a lovely bungalow. And an 87-year-old was lying in his bed listening to his jazz and not, not knowing um, that he was in danger. So, like, it has impacted so many lives here in the village. In actual fact, like we do so much work here in the village. We have a lovely little community. We do so much work and we find it so hard to get anything. We're very active in community council and in tidy towns where we have to strive for everything we get. Where are you living at the moment? We're renting. Yeah, we're renting nearby. I can actually see our house from where we're renting, which again is very hurtful. But, that's, a, that's another bill to have to pay well certainly yeah now of course like it will be covered around under our insurance but sure look we're going to pay for pay for that pleasure as well yeah. you know and I you, mean we don't want to be we want to be at home I know your new quote We've, is 2,654 exactly yeah and, and, exactly la- and last double. year was what 1,350 1,350 now, okay, we've had a claim, but we had just got back our no claims bonus. Imagine that. And here we go again. So we're at the mercy of who? We're at the mercy of the authorities, OPW. Would they do something for, give us our minor work scheme in advance? We're just in advance of the planned flood relief scheme. We know the minor works is not going to be 100%, but it will mitigate the factors. It will give bide us time. It maybe will allow that it won't come into our homes. You know, 
Because even if you even if your home was perfect and ready to move back into tomorrow, you still will be fearful, won't you, that something else could happen, that it could all happen again? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's like it's a it's a regular occurrence. We just live through it. It's a regular occurrence. You're watching the river. We know that river, but like the back of our hand. Like we're constantly watching it and walking it and seeing if there's any debris in it, alerting the authorities if there is, because oh, we daren't touch that river, which we don't. We alert the authorities every time there's something in it. How close are you to it, Kat, the house? Oh, look, it's across the road from us, um, Mogili Road. I don't know if you know Mogili Road. I do, Road's I do indeed. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's just right across the road from us. Um, like, there's nothing we can do about it. My husband has lived in that house all his life. Um, but, like, since 2009, 2015, 2023, that it has just taken on a whole new level. And, yes, I know there's climate change, but we're only talking about a one-kilometre stretch of river. Yeah. A one-kilometre that has impacted us like this, the village of Castlemanagher. And like the N25, as you know, was impassable that night. The mayhem it caused yeah. was unreal. Yeah. As, you still, said, uh, as Mona said yesterday, to, to this day, she still pinches herself because it's a miracle nobody died. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, like I said, um, who knows the next time what it will bring and how many of us will be affected. And that's the thing, isn't and, uh, it, Kat? You're, you, you say almost with inevitability that there will be a next Absolutely. time yeah yeah because that's just the way it is and like unless we get this minor works done it's going to be, it's, yeah. it's just unthinkable so as I said we're stuck in a time warp we're stuck on the 18th of October and we can't get out like and I said yeah that I can't eat or sleep like my tummy is constantly like that between builder um, insurance um, dealing with authorities, trying to get answers from them, which is impossible. And, okay, ringing PJ, which gives me a little bit of heebie-jeebies as well, but needs must. <laughs> well, I'm, glad, so I'm glad that you did. My, my thoughts are with you. I, I don't know how you would live with that worry, knowing know. that a little bit of work a little bit of work might take that worry off your shoulders. That makes me very cross for you, Kat. I know, and like Minister O'Donnell has said it, where there is easy solutions and easy identified and can be easily delivered, then the funding is there. But I don't know why we can't get it in Castle Martin. By the way, did you get any help from the government for the house, for the repairs? No, in fairness, fairness, there, there was humanitarian aid, but because we have insurance, we don't qualify for it, but our neighbour did get it. In fairness, he did and was very pleased. Right. Now, there are others that are still waiting, so I'm not sure what level of... There are probably different levels of it, but um, some are still waiting. They had to get second quotes and that, and they are still waiting for it. But in the meantime, they're trying to put their homes back together and keeping their receipts. And these short-term works that you've mentioned, I assume it's just mm-hmm. something as simple as barrieding or put some kind of a barrier up to keep the river out exactly. of the house. Keep keep the river in, keep the water in the river, you know, extending or increasing the level of a wall, uh, building a dam to stop or a bank to stop the river from flooding a lovely bungalow, trying to keep the river in a field so that it won't be escaping onto the road, 
keep it in the field so that it will get back gently back into the river. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound like rocket like science to me. I, I, I mentioned yesterday the, the neighbourhood, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember it even today. There was a neighbourhood in Ballinhasic of only eight or nine houses, and they were so sick people. of being flooded. They pulled their resources, and a local builder had it done in 10 days. Exactly, yeah. I just applauded them when I saw it. I just, it was unreal. But they, they shouldn't to have you. to do that. I know they shouldn't have to do it, yeah, but like that's the reality. Like we have to fight for everything here in the village. We have a lovely little village, but we have to fight for everything. Notweed, we had an infestation of notweed on the river. We had to go to Airgrid for funding. And in fairness, they gave us the funding. Now we're just waiting for the season so that we can treat it. But we will have to manage that, manage the, manage the treatment of it and report back to Airgrid. Like that's not my job. Yeah. But I do it because for the village because I love the village. I know, I know. And a great, a great little village it is. I know it well. I know it Absolutely. well. Absolutely, we have a great community here. Yeah. But we find it very difficult to get anything. We're looking for a footpath, to get a footpath from the bridge down to the resort. We've been looking for that for years so that residents of the hotel and locals don't have to walk on a muddy path. Can't get it. And you know, can't... We've had this week, we had Jocelyn, and last weekend we had Isha, mm -hmm. and the next one, if and when it arrives, will be Kathleen. I suppose That's the right. slightest hint of a storm warning now, oh, you're, gotcha. you're lying awake. Yeah, yeah, we do, unfortunately, and that's why I'm telling you my tummy is constantly like it is. You know, some minister, I can't think what his name was, that said we just have to move to higher ground. So 10 houses in the village move to higher ground, decimates the village. Like, we can't. No, you shouldn't you know? have to. Well, no. with the best will in the world, you shouldn't have to. If it proves impossible, fair enough. But it's not impossible. Yeah, just block off that Shagan River and direct it into a, in, into a field when it's overrun. Not into your house. Well, Besting, it seems to be besting them, I don't know, one kilometre stretch. And we can't seem to get minor works on it. So, yeah, so I'm really, really thankful to you, PJ, for highlighting it, but that's the reality. No, I, I cannot. It's it's the one thing. I I live on a hill, uh, up at the top of a hill, and but I thank my lucky stars when it starts to rain, because I never had, the one thing are, I never have to worry about is the yeah. flood. I don't know. And so I've talked to so many people. I went down to Copper Valley View after the floods, to meet them down there. Do you know? Yeah. It's just awful so what people what are going home, through. Yeah, this is what homeowners are facing. If they didn't face it this time, they're going to have it in their next renewal. Yeah. I just didn't expect it to this renewal, to be honest, but, yeah, it's coming down the line. Yeah. And it's like, I rang around yesterday, and, no, that stay where you are. Stay with the insurance company you're with. Well, you no one will take. They're processing your yeah. claim, and in fairness, if they pay, if they pay up for everything that has to be done, it'll be a positive. But how long more if is we, it likely to take before your house will be livable? Just on that point, they won't take long getting it back if my insurance is going to like that. Actually, includes PGA forty percent no claims bonus. So can you imagine what mine is going to be like next year? God, you'll be over three grand. So they're not going to be long getting back their money from, from you know, from yeah. our insurance, from our insurance. How how long I don't will it, will, is it before you can move back in? Do you know? We have a great builder, but he is just so busy, yeah. and unfortunately, you're never flooded alone. There's always yeah. and Middleton being 
hugely affected and he's Middleton based. The man is run off his feet. So I'm biding my time. I have patience for him because he's a great builder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Mick Daly. He's absolutely brilliant. So I'm just biding my time waiting for him. Right. And I will accept. I know he's very busy and I know when he'll come, he will come and he'll stay until it's done. So, hence, you know, cheers to him. But in the meantime, we wait. Okay. Cat. And I know there are worse off people. I know there are people with small kids, elderly people. So, look, I have to be thankful. No, this is your home. That, that don't, don't mind anybody else. This this is your home. You're not eating. You're not sleeping. You're you're, you're, you're bursting from stress. Don't worry about anybody else. Worry yeah. about yourself. You're entitled to do it. You're entitled to worry yeah, about yourself, Cat. You know, you are. Like. We think about one another. Do you know, they're a great neighbourhood. Yeah. I don't so know what to say to you. Not, not at all. My pleasure. I, My pleasure. And you know what? Yeah. This is go, This is an election year. You don't need me to tell you. This is an election year. And as I said to Mona yesterday, this is going to be a huge yeah. issue. Yeah, absolutely. It is. But then it's going to be very hard to get them to call to our doors. You know? Yeah. They might put a little leaf in the letterbox, but, you know. Yeah. But we'll find them. <laughs> Don't you, Cat? I wish you well. And that's all I can do is, is is wish you well, and hopefully the weather will improve, and you'll have a few months respite before the worry starts again, heading into to next autumn and next winter. One would hope, anyway. Cat, thank you, and the good people of Castle Martyr, um, out of their homes since last October. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot of people have suggested over the years that what would be very helpful for us in Cork would be a flood barrier down around Roaches Point or maybe across the mouth of the harbour there. A bit like they do, they have this massive one in London, the Thames Barrier. No one seems interested in taking the idea up or you keep getting told why you couldn't do it rather than, well, maybe we could. Paul, you believe it's something that would solve a lot of problems for us. Good morning. Yes, good morning, PJ. Um, yeah, look, I think, I mean, it's technology has been around a long time. And um, if you only look at, at, at Rotterdam or, or the Thames uh, or lots and lots of places around the world, uh, the the Eider Barrier over in Germany as well, St. Petersburg, New Orleans have a big, a big project going on at the moment as well. 
Mm. Um, yeah, and as I say, it's it's in terms of, of Cork Harbour, I think we're, we're kind of ideally set up for it because of the, the fact that the mouth is, is a small-ish area. Yeah. And it would it would it would involve covering you know the likes of Middleton, Glanmire. You know we've we've friends up there you know, who've been flooded over the last number of years in Middleton as well. And you know it's 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 very hard for them. And I just think if if you if you wanted to kind of future proof the harbour and and that would include you know Ahada and and um, you know Monkstown floods fairly regularly as well. I mean the, the idea, you know, that say Cork City was was putting one down by Little Island there. But I think you know if you go further down the harbour there and, and you look at Roach's point that seems to be the, the long term solution for, mm. from you know to me anyway By the way I should have mentioned when, before I brought you on uh, you are a marine engineer so you do know what you're talking about Yes well uh, yeah I mean I, I'm, I'm involved in, in marine engineering for, for the past uh, 30 plus years you know um, I would have been at sea myself and, and um, obviously travelled and visited lots of ports around, around the world so yeah I'd have, I'd have some expertise my own uh, my own doctorate would be my own doctor would be in, in, in kind of underwater stream energy as well, so I'd have a little bit on renewable energies. So my idea would be that, you know, in addition to maybe building some kind of a Thames barrier type of issue, you'd have um you know, you'd have maybe some renewable element to it as well, you know, and that's that seems to be something that that would maybe, you know, help with investment from the European Union and so on. Yeah, is is there a way that these things can be designed and forgive me, I'm, I'm a layman. I did physics, but it's a long time ago. Um is there a way that these things can be designed that they actually have turbines in them that use the power of the sea to generate energy yes, at yeah, the same yeah. time? So you, you'd have tidal tidal energy. So obviously, you know, the the the, the uh, tide would be in and out, you know, twice a day, and and uh, so you you try and recoup some of that energy. Uh, it's done up and up and up in the nor- northern Ireland actually as well. They've got one, but yeah, look, that's that's something that could be added to it. I, I don't think. You know that's something that at this stage that that um you know I, I would suggest you know that that's that it's built based on renewable energies. Yeah. I know you can recover some energy, but I don't think it's something that that uh, I mean this is more about preventing flooding. I think initially, but yes, they can be built into the design of, of the of the um you know from an engineering point of view, it's it's not uncommon. And ever since the idea was first suggested. Uh, here in Cork years and years ago all I've ever heard is a hundred reasons why it couldn't be done you don't see those reasons no I mean if you if you look at London as, as an example I mean the you know shipping is is minimal you know it's just it's not affected um, you know what you what you do is this thing is enclosed all the time I mean they close it maybe two hours before an expected spring tide yes uh, it's opened again two hours afterwards so you're really only affecting some form of shipping for approximately four hours but I mean ships around the world are always affected by tides anyway. And, and um, I don't think that, you know, four hours of a ship not being able to get into yeah, Port yeah. Harbour is drastically going to, to have a negative impact on the port. Now, look, as I say, that's that's a conversation we'd have to have with Port of course, Cork. Of course, um, but, but, for, uh, Forgive me for... Lar- the... Sorry, sorry, PJ. Lar- large ships can get into these things. It's not as if, you know, the, the large ship in the world at the moment is 65 metre width. Um, and, and, you know, the Thames is 60 metres. So, uh, you know, it isn't something that, that's that's above and beyond the engineering that's already around, you know. And, and forgive me, again, th- these are purely uh, layman's questions. Like, would this be like a big moving wall or what would it be? Uh, yeah, so it's like it's like a hydraulic um, doors, basically, that slide along. Now, there's different designs. There's ones that, that you know, swing out a kind of a, a pivot arm that actually, you know, you'd have one on either, either side there of the entrance by Roach's Point and, and it would swing and close. Um, but but the, the tens one is kind of a you know a permanent every sixty sixty five meters there is a kind of a 
uh, a hydraulic um, power unit that, that just closes across the door. And each, each of those doors take 10 minutes to close. Um, the, the total operation in London, which is a much busier port than Cork, takes approximately an hour and a half to do. So, you know, again, the one in, in the Thames sp- spans a larger area. Our, ours is, 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 is sm- smaller than that. In terms of the port itself... Um, you know, London has 100 pilots, we have 12 pilots. So you can tell that, you know, that, that would tell you the difference in, in, in mm. the, the shipping, how busy a port, a busier a port it is. And they don't seem to have a major problem with, with that, with that barrier um, being, you know, being, um, you know, used, used for, for shipping on a regular basis, you know. Well, well, it does sound like a no-brainer and it does sound we need to, like, we need to push our leaders a little more for answers as to why they keep telling us it can't be done. Paul, thank you very much. Paul is a marine engineer, lectures in marine engineering at NMCI thank you Paul for your expertise and for explaining it as well as you have done. Back to flooding, Kevin is in, oh Whitegate got an awful doing last autumn, last October your thoughts Kevin, morning morning, how are you? good, you live in, on top of a hill in Whitegate? I I live on top of a hill in Whitegate yeah, and um, there's a kind of a dip outside my house and they built houses across the road from me there, about 20 houses and um, whenever it rains, the water lodges outside my house yeah. and it comes pouring across the road and into my house. So um, we got onto the council. There's four drains outside my house and there's just, they're just holes on the ground. They're not connected to any storm drain or anything. Right. And we've been onto the council numerous times and we got onto an engineer at one stage and he said, oh, it's your own fault. I'm looking at here on Google Maps and your house is below the level of the road fix it yourself now we can't fix it we can't fix it because we can't take up a a main road no how often are you flooded Kevin Um, anytime there's a storm when was the last time Uh, since Stephen's night and last weekend last weekend yeah was it bad last last Saturday it wasn't too bad last Saturday night just came in the front door small bus and we've all the bottom of our downstairs we've all kind of tiled so and we, we have a routine, oh, we kind of tear into it straight away. We bought a, a pump, we spent a thousand euros on a water pump. Yeah. So we kind of keeps it at bay as such, but if it gets too bad, it just comes and, tearing and across the road. You often see them on the door of a shop, have, have you these barriers that go across yeah, the floor? Yeah, and, and sandbags and everything, and yeah. It, it, slows it, it slows it down, but it won't stop us. Yeah, we and we, then, we bad in a bit. Oh, desperate, yeah, destroyed. And my mother was with me, my, and she's elderly, and she was up, and she was trying to help clean, and I was afraid she'd fall. And and the simple thing is, 100 yards from our house, there's a storm drain, and if that's lifted, it takes it takes the water, and we've no, we've no issues. And I'm trying to explain this to the council, and they just won't listen to me. Because we ring the council every time they come out, they lift up the drain, and as soon as the storm stops, they close the drain again. And you say the drains... Outside, that they just fill up and the water goes nowhere. Where does it drain away to, though? Where does it drain away to? It, it takes maybe a day or two for it to drain, to go away, the water. Right. It's going somewhere, obviously. It's obviously, yeah, maybe some, some where, but the drains are connected to nothing. They're not connected to the storm drains. I see. I see. Even the lads that come out and from the council, they're lovely men now. They do the best for us, like, but they said, look, those drains are a waste of time. They're only holes on the ground. The monster drain were out there that said, oh, they're not connected to nothing. There's no point us being here. Yeah. There's nowhere to and push the water. Yeah. Nowhere. There's just, all it is, is dig up the, the road, connect the 
two pipes to a storm drain and we have no more issues anymore. And yet the council won't listen to us because we're a house on our own. Oh, Kevin, thank you for the call. Thank you, sir. Corks 96 FM.